Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. So I think I told you, Kayla, that I got you another gift. I got you two gifts this week. Yeah. Out of just love. And I was like, yeah, I, she would just love this. So the first thing I got you was that little succulent for like Dia de los Muertos, you know, with the, the skull. Yeah. Super cute. I was like, how do I not get that for you? <laughs> I love it. It's mm-hmm. so cute. You totally surprised me with it. Yeah. But the second gift... Um, I just felt like you would really love. So I'm going to tell you what it is just because okay. it's vital for the story. Okay. And Kayla always gives me shit for like not being able to con- like contain my secrets. <laughs> like I just get so excited. I to can't tell do it you. either though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of Affirmators? It's like a game kind of. No, I have not. Okay. So I was hanging out with my neighbors downstairs and they got out this game called Affirmators. And I was kind of like, I've never played that. That looks fun. Mm -hmm. And it was super easy. It's a deck of cards. And they lay it all around, like, all across the table. They, like, shuffle it, and they just lay it out. And it's not, like, fortune-telling, but it kind of is. Like, you pick a card, and you just, like, that's your card, um, basically. And you get to read it, and it's kind of like a – it's an app, you know, it's – an affirmator. It's cute, you know. Okay, like a like an affirmation for you, or exactly. like some kind of yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we went around like when I played, we like all went around and we just like read it out loud, and I was the last one to go, and I have to read you what I got. Is this gonna freak me out? It's it's BTS related. Oh my god! It's gosh. gonna freak you the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a picture on the card. And, well, I guess I'll start with what the what the word is for the card. The word is wonder. And I think of, you know, like, love yourself, love yourself wonder. wonder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the picture on the card is seven 
black hooded figures. <laughs> what? <laughs> I am not joking. I'm not joking. And they're all wearing like 3D glasses, but there's literally seven like hooded figures with 3D glasses and it's called Wonder. The the affirmator is Wonder. Yeah, that's um, insane. But I thought that this really the actual reading of it really applied more to just me and my life. Mm-hmm. So I want to read it for you. Okay. I okay. Hear it. It's a wonderful thing to be in a state of wonder. And when I'm a good audience to my life, my life becomes better and better theater. When something delightful happens, I can shout encore and be tickled when it happens again. When something maddening happens, I can laugh it off. Either way, I'm glad I got a ticket to the show. Wow. I love that. (laughs) That's so cool. And that's so you. Mm -hmm. So... I just like when I got the card, I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> like I had, I didn't share with anyone like the BTS like Mean, parallels. Yeah. But of course when I saw it, I took a picture of it. I'm like, I need to get Kayla this game because I feel like she'd just really love that. Oh. So that'll be here tomorrow. I'm so um, excited for that. Yeah. And I got one for myself because it was really fun. And it was like kind of like an icebreaker game if for like a party. Mm-hmm. And that was it was just really fun. That's cool. When you get it, we have to play. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah. thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and thanks for my, my gifts. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So on that note, welcome back, Iconics. And if you're new to the podcast, I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit remix, though, Mm -hmm. so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, waking up to BTS every morning with those Fallon performances was amazing. The best thing. (laughs) Best way to wake up. Yes. Or praise, we finally got a Jungkook Selka. Oh my gosh, it's been so long. I know, and he shared his personality type, and I just thought that was so cute. Yeah. Um, Yeah, super, super sweet. So if you're down for that, if you're here for that, then you're in the right place. All right, so in today's episode, we are going to talk about uh, just the upcoming album B that was announced. We're going to talk a little bit about the Savage Love remix. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about just some of the dynamite PR that's been going on uh, and some really great articles that came out this these past couple weeks. Um, And then we're going to, you know, finish up with Fallon Week. So we're going to go through all the performances and just some of the fun skits that they did. Uh, it's going to be a really fun episode. Yeah, I'm really excited to get into everything. But before we do, we do want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for supporting us. Um, if you would like to support us even further and have access to our episode notes, our, you know, like pre-recording little snippets or, you know, even like special videos from us, then you can do that by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash standing BTS. 
Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out weekly episodes. Any type of support is super appreciated. So thanks for being here. Yes, thank you guys. Um, We also want to uh, join in with you guys in donating to our Charity of the Month for October. In honor of Hispanic Heritage Month, which goes from September 15th through October 15th, um, we want to encourage you guys to donate along with us to Unidos US. Um, So this is just from their website, what they do. Uh, since 1968, they have remained a trusted, nonpartisan voice for Latinos. They serve the Hispanic community through their research, policy analysis, and state and national advocacy efforts. Um, they have programs in communities nationwide, which is so awesome. Um, and they have a network of nearly 300 affiliates across the country that serve millions of Latinos in the areas of civic engagement, rights, and immigration, education, um, workforce and the economy health and also housing so super i mean this is just a far-reaching charity um that has the ability to just really affect uh, a lot of positive change and uh we are really excited to donate to them this month so please join us in donating uh to unidos us yeah they're doing so many wonderful things and they really are just so broad in like what they can do and what they cover they're really doing it all so i think it's great for our month of October. Yeah. What a lovely month. <laughs> okay, so yeah, BTS has been on like a PR whirlwind these past couple weeks since uh, we last recorded. Mm-hmm. So one of those things that has happened in the past couple weeks is that uh, Big Hit and BTS announced their upcoming album, B, uh, which is going to be released on November 20th. Uh, So that was really big news. We've been hearing speculation of like be yourself and just uh, what be might end up being. But I'm really looking forward to it because we've seen these past couple months with like the YouTube lives, especially that BTS are very heavily invested in so many different components of the album. I'm so excited to see what comes from this album because we do know that this is like a totally self-directed album that they are really making all of the decisions and just, you know, getting approval from mm-hmm. their label. So, um, you know, I'm excited to see the direction that this takes. Honestly, for me, the first thing I thought when I saw B was let it be like, yeah, that was what popped into my mind. I felt like, wow, what a 2020 kind of sentiment to have is just let it be because, we can't do anything exactly. about what we're in right now. That was just the first place that my mind went. I love that. Yeah, a little bit of Beatles influence there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the Savage Love remix came out. Mm-hmm. And I can say, I never even had listened to the song prior to this remix coming out. I hadn't either. Um, I barely knew that it was by Jason Derulo. So, you know, but this was an awesome remix. This was um, Jungkook, Yoongi, and Hosok featuring on it, along with Jason Derulo, obviously. Um, we got a really cool music video on Bangtan TV that was showing both the English lyrics and the Korean lyrics. Um, just a cool kind of graphic design style video. Um, we both really enjoyed watching that. I really liked seeing the Korean. Yeah, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we really, of course, we love Jungkook saying like two fucks. Like, yeah, he sound. Why does he sound so cute when he's cursing? Mm-hmm. Um, and people were making a huge deal about this, which 
which was so, I think, so trivial and juvenile because it's like as if Yoongi, as if Namjoon, like as if Hosok have not cursed on their music before, you know? It seems like people get really protective over Jungkook. Like there's like that's this little subgroup of like Jungkook stands with an army that just like think he's super you know baby and like he can't say fuck but it's you know this is why we have our <laughs> yeah, I mean, our little disclaimer at the beginning of the podcast yeah. because there's just some people who really don't like cursing um so I guess there's some people that it like ruins it for them I guess a little bit yeah and the disclaimer this week came from an iconic who was like literally if you don't like it then you can dip out if yeah. you don't like the, if you don't like the explicit fucks, remix yeah, yeah I mean they're artists I he does sing it beautifully though so beautifully and it just doesn't even sound like a curse word no it sounds like <laughs> fairies and sunshine yeah. and like glitter it's beautiful mm-hmm. um his verses are just stuck in my head like yeah. i can't get savage he did such a good job and i love that it was soap who ended up doing the rap the two rap verses in this song yeah i uh, really really love j-hope's style um a lot of people were saying uh a lot of people who like brand new day which i really like yes. brand new day we get that similar Similar kind of J-Hope funky, you know, sunshine vibes. Like, it just really great and relaxed and hip. I was hoping that you would say that because mm-hmm. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. I totally get a brand new day. It's totally hip. It has, like, that little, like, like beat to it that's just so J-Hope. Like, you're dancing in the sun. Yeah. Yes, it's just very J-Hope. Yeah. I, and it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> I love both of their verses. Um, You know, we... I just felt like they they just kind of mildly rapped about love and how love could be like built on on a sandcastle or if it's going to get washed away by waves. Um, And it's kind of like, you know, a little bit dark and tumultuous about like, you know, it's pondering about love, Mm -hmm. which goes along, I feel like, really well with the rest of the song. It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, just mm -hmm. really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed the remix. I've been listening to it and just have... I, you know, I don't think I would have listened to the song much if BTS weren't in it. And I really love the remix. Me too. <laughs> so in other news of like Dynamite PR, uh, recently for like NBC, they did this long thread on Twitter of all of the different shows on NBC, like all of the shows. They literally tweeted out the lyrics of Dynamite like show after show like line by line and that show had like a gif or a photo or something that went along with those lyrics it was really cute I've never seen anything like that done before um but it was incredible and I like scrolled through that whole thread yeah I loved it I I felt like me neither I'd never seen some kind of like music you know song PR like that um I thought it was really cute how the gifts were from each show and how they just like happened to so well match up to the little line that they were tweeting like I thought it was super well done Uh and think about all of those people that follow those shows that follow those shows twitter's account twitter accounts Mm -hmm. and that they're like you know seeing this massive thread like what is this you know it's just like another possible area of exposure to again I feel like a different crowd a totally different crowd yeah yeah Yeah. there was also a BTS Fortnite event uh, concert I guess I'm not really too familiar with like Fortnite or really just gaming in general Um, but we watched it and you ended up showing me the um the Travis Scott Fortnite concert Mm -hmm. yeah 
Um, because, I mean, Jordan has played Fortnite. I know what Fortnite is, like, mildly. Not that I've played, but, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, whatever. It's a it's a game, and you try to be the last one alive. You kill people. But, <laughs> in like, the, Travis Scott did a Fortnite event concert, and... I, you know, Jordan and I aren't even huge Travis Scott fans. We just know a couple songs here and there, but he was like, you gotta watch this video. So we watched the video of the concert and it was so epic, like huge, like giant Travis Scott, like, you know, literal giant walking around the island of the battle arena and like all these lasers and really cool like lights and just mm-hmm. awesome special effects. And I mean, the animation, the yeah. animation was incredible. And so when I found out BTS was doing a Fortnite concert, you know, for Dynamite. I was like, oh my God, I had this Travis Scott, you know, concert in my mind. I was like, it's going to be, you know, like giant BTS, you know, like epic, (laughs) totally. And it's funny because the people who make Fortnite is called Epic Games. So I'm like, it's going to be epic. And I got to say, like, I didn't see anything about BTS Fortnite on Twitter. I didn't either. And it was kind of a letdown. We went and watched it. And I don't know on whose end dropped the ball, if it was Big Hit or if it was, you know, like Epic Games, but literally it was like they played Dynamite four times in a row, like twice the video, then a lyric video, then like the B-side Maybe the B-side, yeah, yeah, or the dance video. Yeah, the dance video, I think. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was just on a screen. There wasn't any interactive element with it. Like, for the Travis Scott concert, there was a huge interactive element where, like, the people that were in the room watching could, like, jump around and kind of fly around the whole, like, 3D model. And this was literally just, like, a movie screen sitting out in space playing the music videos. Yeah. Um, So... I yeah I didn't I didn't have any high expectations for it because I hadn't seen that Travis Scott you know one that they had done so I don't know if it was maybe they ran out of like time or they got it you know or there just wasn't much collaboration going on on either ends or you know what exactly but uh I guess yeah when you have when you compare it to the Travis all the Scott prior one, knowledge yeah, that I had yeah, yeah it's like oh yeah that is kind of a letdown um but it was just kind of cool that we had this like BTS Fortnite thing happen um another yeah. just way of you know like PR definitely another way of PR and definitely another way of like reaching maybe an untapped audience mm-hmm. what stood out to me this past week was Uh, that BTS was featured in Variety Magazine, and they had a great interview, a great article. Um, They touched on a couple things in the article that I just want to kind of, like, give a synopsis of what the members said. Um, They talked about singing in English on Dynamite. They also addressed if there would be English on their next album. Um, And, you know, this is where... I saw a couple tweets and screenshots going around. This is where Namjoon addressed that, you know, he tried to put Dynamite into Korean. He tried to add rap in Korean. He tried to change the name and stuff and just nothing fit well. Mm-hmm. So the, he was literally like, well, it's 2020. Why not? Why not? You yeah. know, um, Jungkook spoke about how hard they had to practice not only the pronunciation, but just knowing the true meaning of the song, like in their hearts as they performed, because obviously one of the things that sets BTS apart and what they actively try so hard to do is like convey their emotions in their song yeah and that's how their music can transcend language because we can feel and we know what they're talking about without even translating um so they wanted to obviously be able to convey that same thing in an English song um so Jungkook spoke how that was 
difficult, you know, mm-hmm. um, and how they had to keep both meanings in their mind at the same time. Um, J-Hope, I really loved his take on it where he said that, um, you know, English pop is not unfamiliar, unfamiliar to them. Um, and they just realized that English pop, there's different feelings and emotions that go into it than maybe what goes into writing Korean pop. And so they're just recognizing that it's a completely different style. Yeah, I hadn't even really thought about that, you know, so it's just interesting that J-Hope brought that up. Yeah, um, Yoongi actually was the one to address whether or not there would be English on their next album, and he said that Dynamite was, quote, a special case, Mm. um, and, but he also says, you know, he kind of leaves it up, (laughs) like, it's a big shoulder shrug, it's literally like, we can't say for certain what we'll do in the future, and circumstances change, and, you know, we'll see if something's good enough, and maybe we'll record it in English, or maybe we'll do something else, and basically, just when we make that decision, we'll make it. Mm -hmm. I love how, how he he said you can't predict what will happen <laughs> or like you can't predict the things we do it's yeah like, you're right you're right we're <laughs> we, always clowns we are always clowns <laughs> I think that was really funny how uh Yoongi phrased that yeah um we also have to mention that BTS and Dynamite ended up being number one for a third week on yeah. Billboard ha- Billboard's Hot 100. Um, they were also number one on the Global 200, and then they were number one on Billboard's Global, excluding the United States. So that was a really big day, a really, Huge. really big day. I mean, I was all over Twitter and I was texting you like crazy Kayla I'm like man I'm just so proud I'm just like grinning ear to ear just it was a great day I think everyone on stand Twitter was having a really great day Um, but what came from this was also a really wonderful article so I think this article was kind of in response to what Billboard charts had tweeted on their Twitter account Um, they announced that Dynamite officially returned to number one on the week's Hot 100 charts uh and that it was the third week that it had done that but then in that thread they ended up saying that bts's return to number one is due in part to four new remixes released september 18th it's bedroom midnight retro and slow jam mixes that combined like accounted for 52 percent of the song's overall sales in the track you know the tracking week Mm -hmm. so this got people heated because BTS are not the only pop artists to do something like this, to release these remixes of the same song. And so for those artists, Billboard's not tweeting, oh, they're only at number one because of their remixes right. and that it's 52% of all the new, all those Dynamite streams or whatever is because or sales is because of their remixes. So Brian Raleigh, who works for Forbes, wrote an incredible article and really everyone was like all of army was tweeting at him like you need to be twitter verified you know (laughs) like he really does like he needs a pay raise um but he wrote an article um on forbes that was titled bts didn't cheat their way to number one on the hot 100 they just beat other artists at their own game the just that title alone is like yeah yeah yeah, that's right um I mean he basically the whole article is so well done because he talks about 
BTS getting on Hot 100 and how successful Dynamite is, but then he really just goes into, hey, there's this this artist who, you know, did all these remixes, and this artist got onto Hot 100 an additional XYZ, you know, um, weeks or whatever because of their remixes or this and that. Um, He even talked about how Miley Cyrus... Uh, I think with one of her, you know, promotions or something like she was even selling like things like condoms and things like that. In addition for like additional song buys and stuff that you get like condoms or you get, you know, and Taylor Swift also had, I think, an album or something. And I could be misspeaking here. You can call me out. But Taylor Swift, I'm pretty sure, had an album that you could only get certain merch if you bought that album. Yeah, it was like you could buy this exclusive merch, but an album came with it, you know, and so that contributed to the album sales if you wanted the exclusive merch yeah so I mean basically the big problem here is that Billboard felt the need to clarify why they are and they're clear they're not doing that for Mm -hmm. anyone else I know and And everyone else is doing it yeah and so Brian Raleigh really calls that out he mentions all these artists and then at the end of the article I just have to quote it he says every pop star is competing for the same number (laughs) Every pop star is competing for the same prize, a number one hit. And the savviest artists with the biggest fan bases take home the gold. Fans are going to choose how they want to spend their money no matter how much critics complain, and the numbers for Dynamite speak for themselves. BTS learned how to play the game, and there are far worse ways to win than selling your own music. And I just am like, yes, mic drop, right? (laughs) Um, Because it really is your, oh, they're going to say it's only up 52% because of these remixes. And it's like, that's still them selling their own fucking music. Yeah. Why are you mad? Why are you mad? Yeah. Yeah. I love that article. Mm-hmm. It was really well done. I think like three Iconics tweeted it at us. So, <laughs> or I mean, more. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking facts, mm-hmm. this, this was like when you sent me that article, I was like, this is somebody who is educated enraged and has a platform Mm -hmm. like they were just like nope here's the receipts this is stupid go yeah yeah (laughs) um okay so let's get into bts week on fallon yes um this was a super special event where every night of the week monday through friday bts was they were on fallon in some capacity they did a performance or an interview or games or whatever So, day one, we got a Dynamite performance where BTS, along with Jimmy Fallon and The Roots, sang Dynamite. And this was really cool because um, it was acapella with The Roots providing percussion through, like, beatboxing and later Mm -hmm. on some, like, guitar and piano. But, like, it was, you know, no instrumentation track at all. It was so awesome. Mm -hmm, Yeah. And there wasn't any MR because they didn't even have their mic sets on and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. they didn't have have that like kind of um slightly disordered you know that mr effect yeah so it's even more raw i mean we are just living for the raw vocals always <laughs> any chance that we get yeah yeah i also thought that the video was edited really cool like they had you know bts the roots and jimmy fallon kind of in little tiles floating across the screen mm-hmm. so i mean again like props to 2020 covid editing where we can seamlessly watch this video and we don't even think about how they're not in the same room when they're doing this because mm-hmm. it was just done so well yeah so so well 
Um, Kayla, you've been getting wrecked a lot by Yoongi. Yeah, I mean, oh my god. Did yeah. you see him in this video? Yeah, Did the brows. Oh, his brows. And the his... brows, and the it's the forehead, too. Like, his hair is in that, like, deep side part, and he has it pushed back on one side, so you kind of see the undercut a little bit. Uh, I just, mm, he is looking, like, older, like, so mature. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm getting wrecked. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting wrecked by Jungkook's snatched waist. I mean, he looks... So good in yellow, first off. Just the color yellow. Think of all, think of Idol, Jungkook, mm. you know. Think of the the RMV live crash with uh, him walking in with those jeans and, and that, that yellow shirt. yellow shirt. Oh, my God. Fixing, rolling up the sleeves. Oh. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he just looks good in yellow. Yeah. He just looks so good in yellow. So they put him in this yellow shirt. And it's even, you know, like, cinched at his waist. So his waist is really small, and like his jeans are just really popping in contrast with the yellow. And then, of course, he has this like middle part, kind of, and just the full forehead. I mean, just all of his hair is the fullest back. forehead. Yeah. Yeah. His hair is, I would even say, like almost slicked back. Slicked back like, and it's, slicked down. Yeah. Yeah. Just you really see the forehead. Yeah. Yeah. He's wrecking me. Yeah. It's prominent. <laughs> that cinched waist is crazy, though. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's, yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, they also performed Idol yep. that night, which was really cool. This was the first perform, like, real perform, like, all together, just BTS performance that they did for Fallon Week. And mm-hmm. I was blown away. Overall, the energy is just so unreal. Like, they came out with so much power, just this badass sex appeal like you know they're just really showing their range in the first night Mm -hmm. to any audience that might be viewing it's like here's dynamite here's idol you know wow the contrast deal with it but so much power every single one of them had so much energy and just like the growly facial like uh, you know aggressive appeal was all the way up yeah oh for sure um they were all wearing like these all black outfits and it was kind of like a nod to handbox style um it is true sock happy true sock happy true sock yeah um but you know so they've been kind of in the handbox style lately and for idol i know they love to kind of be reminiscent of that traditional korean style so while many of them are not in like a full handbox like top jacket Mm -hmm. um they do have like jackets that are longer or like a jacket with like sheer material to make it look longer um so very cool outfit style for this performance also didn't you think that you you thought this was maybe a similar set or the same set for Deshwata? I th- I did not confirm this, okay, but yeah. I think that this is the same place that Yoongi filmed Dechuta, like mm-hmm. the big palace where everybody is like headbanging to him, you know? I think BTS are just up on a platform, like a stage that they went and, you know, mm-hmm. built in right there. But yeah. I feel like if you took it away, it would literally be the same thing. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but yeah, the handbook and just like the actual like set that they're on too, it's just all... It's Korean, you yeah. know? And we've got I mean, and it's Idol, which yeah. is already, like, a hu- Idol has so many huge nods to Korean mm-hmm. culture. Yeah. So imagine this being your second introduction to BTS. Just wow. Yeah. <laughs> Casually watching Fallon on, like, a Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I was being wrecked so hard by Jen for the Idol performance. It was ridiculous. I mean, when we were <laughs> when we were watching it, I mean, okay, when you when you watch it, you really I think notice the eye, his eyes. He's got these really sharp glares that he delivers to the camera, and it's 
way too much. It's overwhelming for me. Um, but we got a, we got to a point in research where we weren't really, you know, we were kind of done with Idol, but it was still playing. I turned to Kayla. I was just like, turn it off. Just turn it <laughs> off. Because I was just every second being wrecked and destroyed by Jen. Just too much. <laughs> Fucking Jungkook. Oh in yeah, this. I mean, I mean, it's everyone, it's everyone. <laughs> but Jin was really like destroying my heart. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but Jungkook had the fucking bangs and the bun. Yeah. Oh my holy shit! Like the, the bangs, man, and the bun with the bun. Yes. Uh, it's like he he listens to everything the army says. <laughs> and we're like, oh Jungkook, you're so hot. Can you just like pull that hair back a little bit? <laughs> oh, holy shit. And he was also wearing like this very deep neck shirt. Um and he was pretty snarly throughout this performance. Intimidating. Yeah, he yeah. really was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um okay, also Jimin at the bridge. This is always a thing. Jim and during Idol at the bridge, he just has to fucking destroy. Yes. Um, but he gets this like low angle shot. So of course his jawline and his neck and he just looks beautiful. It's just super sexy, super hot, just epic, beautiful moment of his right there. Dangerous. Yeah. Just danger. Oh, seduction. <laughs> Okay, so something I really have to mention, and this is probably maybe the most fangirly thing I'll say for this whole episode. At oh, three, okay, sure. <laughs> no promises. But I'm sure you guys probably noticed it too. At 3.39, um, getting towards the end of the performance, we get this like panning shot left to right of all the members doing the idol dance, and we get this shot of Yoongi here. And the hip thrust that Yoongi is doing is just unreal. I mean, and I think it's because of this, like, cummerbund. Is that what that's called? I mean, I was calling it a cummerbund. I doubt it's called a cummerbund in whatever, in, like, the outfit that he's but wearing. it's, like, a but... really thick belt area. But, I mean, it looks like handbox, so it might be some yeah. sort of I, Like, piece. I'm not sure what the handbok name would yeah. be called. But, like, mm -hmm. in, in our, like, Western culture with a suit, that would be, like, where the cummerbund goes. Yeah. But it's, like, especially thick. Yeah, and it's gold. You know, so yeah. it's it's vibrant. So I think it's just enhancing the movements of his hips. But like we put a screenshot in the Google Doc and <laughs> you can go look at it because he's got his eyes closed. He looks incredible. Um, but yeah, those hip thrusts. I'm like, Yunky, like yeah. I can't not notice it. It's like the whole cummerbund dips toward his <laughs> belly button like you can it's so prominent like the cummerbund is like flashing and it's like wow okay yeah the hilarious thing about this moment too like this screenshot both of our biases like Jimin and Young are right there and you we like in the moment them. we didn't even notice we're like no. Yoongi Yoongi yeah um, Namjoon continuing with the aggressive theme during this idol performance. Mm -hmm. uh, I also have to say his like handbox style, like robe had sheer sleeves and like, I see him trying to hide those arms, I know, but he cannot like, no. I oh my God. So yeah, those are underneath those sheer sleeves. Yeah. He's so yeah. buff now. He's so buff. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn we it. love j-hope silk suit uh we think he's just peacocking to the max i mean yeah he's just too hot all the time <laughs> i was thinking earlier today like which member at any given moment is just like the hottest and i was like it's gotta be hosok right yeah like at any time of day <laughs> and doing anything he'd just be standing there looking like fuck he's so attractive <laughs> yes um 
But yeah, for Idol too, we got a lot of like Taeyang bearing his teeth, deep voice growl, like a little growl. Mm-hmm. We love it when when Taeyang does a little bit of that. Yeah. So for day two, they performed home, uh, and this was the only part was just at the end of the night they had this performance. So this home performance I thought was so well done, and I had Corey's parents watch this one, and they really loved it. I love the personality that comes through with the performance, the details, like when they opened up the the fridge, when Jimin opens up the fridge, you see the army cans sitting there, which Corey's dad even noticed. He's like, look at the cans. Did you see that? I'm like, yeah, yeah. So uh, he noticed that and just, yeah, I think it just makes it super special. But the camera work was really cool, especially during Veeman's part at the beginning. And then even that transition into Namjoon. Yeah. I mean, just Jimin walking up to the mirror and seeing himself and then no one standing next to him, yet you can see Taehyung in the mirror. That was really cool. Then seeing Taehyung, then flipping, you know, going back behind the mirror and Namjoon popping up. It's like, we know the song. We know Namjoon is coming. Mm -hmm. But the way that they did this transition, it was just a surprise. It was. Yeah. Yeah, it was really well done. Another really cool shot with the camera work was during Yoongi's verse, the camera goes down beneath, like, what he's standing on on the second floor, and then you can see him through the glass, like, beneath, so he's really, like, standing above us, like, on top of us. us. Yeah, he is stepping on us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just, they're delivering. They're doing what we want. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Always. Yeah. Um, I love how the camera, like, follows J-Hope up the stairs during his verse. His verse, like, comes out in home super hype, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think his energy as he climbs the stairs is really matched by the camera that kind of jerks up with him, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. The camera work is really well done, but another really cool feature of the whole music video is the revolving room that they all go into. And that's just really neat to see. And I love the personality that comes through in that shot, too, where they're just kind of trying to follow the room and not, you know, it's just, it's really cute how how it's done. Um, And then kind of going off of that, the we call it the chaotic kitchen scene. Oh my gosh. Uh, where they're all in, in the kitchen and they're all just doing chaotic shit. Like Jungkook <laughs> starts doing pull-ups on the cabinets. Jin is just like slapping a blender yeah. and just like going. Like on top of it. Yeah. yeah. Slapping the top of yeah. the blender and like shaking it violently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Young, oh, but he does it so well. He, like, throws this flower, like, slaps his hands together to make kind of flower fly out as his verse starts. I don't know why he it's looks so, so fucking hot and cute. With, it's so smooth. Yeah. He does it so smoothly. How does he do things like that so smoothly? Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Jimin is, like, extremely chaotic. Like, there's, like, these two, like, countertop height stools and j-hope is kind of like lounging on one jimin is literally crouched on top of one like two feet on it kneeled down and it's like wobbling a little bit and then for his verse he just jumps off how is he not scared of getting hurt i feel like that's chaotic and i also feel like if anyone's gonna fall it's gonna be him yeah 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 so anyways chaotic kitchen (laughs) um something that I, you know, pick, didn't even pick up on until I saw Jungkook in the robe is that they're all in PJs. And so this is like a cute pajama party at home. Yeah. Uh, which is a theme that they've had before, but it's just, you know, the, the idea of it is really cute and fun. And I don't know what it is, but I feel like people who don't listen to BTS, who are the casual listener, 
tend to like this more brighter, fun concept. Um, so I really just loved this whole, because home is such a bop. I mean, it's just such a great time. And the Mikasa. Yeah. You know, oh. it's, it's so fun. Um, but to have this, like, pajama party concept and then all these really cool camera angles and whatnot. And their personality was just so great. But there were some really great vocals and harmonizations during this song, too. Like, Jin and Jimin have just some really great high notes and high vocals that they do. Yeah. Just a super bright, fun, happy performance all around. Mm -hmm. Um, So on day three of BTS week, they did a Dance Your Feelings with BTS. And this was a super cute little like variety show that they did. And they kind of competed against each other. I just have to talk about Jimin's shy uh air quotes air quote shy um because he literally like I forget who he was going up against I think J-Hope maybe but they both kind of like hid their faces in like the collars of their shirts and but it wasn't enough they had to do more and Jimin literally turns around and while like hiding a shirt being super like coy and shy he literally pokes his ass out like he's literally showing his ass he shakes it he shakes it yeah and it's just like (laughs) okay submissive like you know little cutie but the teasing playful like (laughs) i you know it's so funny because he's supposed to be doing shy and he's doing shy but he's Um, doing like (laughs) playful seductive shy yeah very playful yeah Another really great part from the dancer feelings is J-Hope's, like, getting his shirt stuck in the door. Oh, my God, the body control, you know? It was just so funny, too, to see it. Um, But he really, like, looked like he was stuck, and he was kind of swinging all the rest of his limbs away while holding his, you know, one, like, torso part of his body close as if it was, like, caught in the door. Yeah. It was so incredible to see. Um... Uh, like it was kind of like an illusion he did such a great job it was really convincing Mm -hmm. like I knew there wasn't a car door there but I still felt like there was Mm -hmm. you know um and then of course I think this is amazing yeah Jin won yeah the dancer feelings the dancer feelings um chaotic winner Jin he clinched the title and I just love it was him and J-Hope up against each other and Mm -hmm. Jin won incredible yeah (laughs) um they also performed Black Swan uh, in this in this evening and this was a fantastic I mean I feel like every Black Swan performance is so amazing mm-hmm. but this was such a cool setting where it was kind of like the ruins like run down like cathedral and it was overgrown with you know like weeds and grasses and ivy and just kind of like you know green all around like growing in through the cracks of this old cathedral it and was stunning yeah and beautiful yeah and they were performing up like near near like where the altar would be um it was beautiful the lighting the just the setting was beautiful it's like ornate without being like over the top you know um and I just I really enjoyed this Black Swan performance yeah it was it was really well done the stage was pretty much the the you know the big component um but also Jungkook's sheer see-through shirt holy (laughs) shit this is like the main thing to talk about with this performance is the fact that he's wearing this sheer (laughs) like there's this point where he raises his arms and he snarls and you can see and he's glaring full chest and he's glaring through those his bangs and the bun who gave him the power (laughs) who gave him i think we did i think army was like Jungkook please and he was like all right yeah 
Damn it, the bangs and the bun again in this performance, wrecking. Wrecking, yeah. So at the end of this, they also did a interview with BTS, uh, just really about B. Uh, and then they also reminisced on high school. We're not really going to get into it, but there was another mention of Grammys. Uh, so I just think that's becoming a common interview question. Um, but yeah, we're always kind of, it seems like we're always talking about the Grammys. Well, it, what's different, what's becoming more common is it's not BTS bringing it up as in like, what's your goal? What would, you know, mm. what do you want to do next? It's not them saying it. It's interviewers being like, so what's up with the Grammys? So yeah. why haven't the Grammys, you know, had you, yeah. and like Jimmy said, I mean, surely you're going to be nominated this year and like perform, right? I mean, like he, he literally said that. We haven't even talked about how they were on Fallon for an entire week. Like yes. we're just casually talking about this right now, but yeah. like, the significance of they were on, they were the performers every single night for a full week on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. And this is a very popular show. I mean, this, I told you, Corey's dad texted me, BTS is going to be on Fallon for a whole week. And that was like kind of, you know, just eye-opening for him. Like in his lifetime, has there ever been an artist who performed every single night of a week? Right, on a late night talk show. Yeah. Which is a very popular style of show here, mm -hmm. you know, especially Jimmy Fallon. I feel like he's one of the ones that people like the most, you know, mm -hmm. and for BTS to completely take it over for a whole week, this is massive. I mean, I just have to say, like, when the Beatles were on the Ed Sullivan show, that was a huge deal, and that was just, like, that one interview um, and the significance of that. I mean, they, they made a record with the most viewed night show um in u.s history like the beatles did with that you know so it's like to see that you know a whole week is being dedicated to bts performances huge huge yeah um this was just this week talking about these performances that andrew my coworker and friend mentioned like he was like did you ever hear of the british invasion you know like with the yeah. beatles because this is like the korean invasion and i was like this is how you bitch like yes, yes <laughs> like, it's, you? it's just so cool to be like we talked about this so long ago and yeah. now i feel like we are actually seeing it really occur yeah. with bts so everyone just needs to hop on this korean wave come on come serve with us my sister texted me yesterday she <laughs> said not that you need a reminder but bts is a, a uh but dynamite is a bop yeah she said something better than bop. it slaps it slaps she said dynamite slaps i'm like ashley i can't believe that you're telling me this right now yeah yeah Anyways, okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we had to talk about. We I don't even think we wrote that down in no, research. No, but we should have. But I'm glad that we're bringing it up because yeah. it's just significant. Huge. Yeah. So for day four, they did the Zoom Olympics and performed Microcosmos. So the Zoom Olympics was just hilarious. Uh, Kayla, I don't think I've ever seen you laugh so hard. <laughs> I've probably laughed so hard, but maybe not at, like, a specific BTS content. Like, yeah. specifically, so in the, the first, like, round where they had to go in and out of the frame as fast as they could, Namjoon made me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> he was so intense. His face was so purple. He was I'm going up and down so fast. Like... I just, I could laugh about it right now. Like, just thinking he about didn't it. care how <laughs> ridiculous he looked. He was gonna win. He was in it, you know? It was full force. And I, I love seeing him go so full force with something. Mm -hmm. um, but it was fucking hilarious. It was, it was really funny. It was so funny. funny. Yeah. 
Jin was also pretty ridiculous with the in and the out of the frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They also did a game where they had to stack remotes on top of each other. There's a, I think the last game was they had to shake a guitar and inside the guitar was like a bunch of picks. And so yeah. they did that. Um, but Jungkook ended up winning the Zoom Olympics, which Ugh. I just feel he has no to surprised. win something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he let Jin, I guess, get the dance your feelings. Right. Um, so Microcosmos, I loved this performance so much. This is one of those songs, and I'm not saying that it is anywhere near, like, the majesty of Spring Day, but this is one of those songs that, to me, is on that same type of, like, scope, and, like, in my mind, I group them together, because Microcosmos is one of those songs that's really about the special connection of ARMY and BTS, and not just, like, we're gonna get through this together, but it's more like, look at all of us together, look at what we have, and what we can do, and, you know, like, the power that you have, even as an individual in this whole constellation and I love this song I just enjoyed how happy they were singing this this was just such a beautiful again like the vocals were incredible Uh um the live vocals are just so fucking good they're so good I don't know how anyone could watch these performances and not immediately be like I'm a fan like they have to recognize how talented they are you know and um, just this beautiful, beautifully done song. They looked so joyful, mm-hmm. so happy. I felt like I was watching Bang Bang Con again. Yeah, yes. Um, you can see the love for ARMY in their eyes when they perform the song. I love how just like gorgeous and fresh they all look. Uh, and I really think that the wind blowing in their hair and their clothes and just they all look so blissful and in such a happy place. And I think it's because you can see that army's on their mind while they sing it someone who particularly stands out in my mind is just j-hope he had this big beaming smile every time the the camera panned across him it was like wow like such hope and happiness just exuding from him um i really felt that you know yeah definitely We can't wait until their concert this coming weekend, Map of the Soul 1. Uh, yes, uh, that's going to be really great. We're going to be together. Yeah. Four in the morning with yes. our army bombs. Yeah. We think, it. yeah, we think they're going to perform all new things, hopefully, solo stages. We cannot wait. Yeah. Obviously, we're talking about it next week. Um, okay, so the last day of the week on day five, BTS performed Dynamite, except for this is different than their first performance of Dynamite because this is like a live stage performance. And what makes this one super unique and special is that they did it at a roller rink. Mm-hmm. And at least it's a roller rink set, which is so cool. Super cool lighting. Um, I feel like ARMY has been saying, like, this is the era they're in. We need roller skates. You know, like, we really want to see them on a roller rink. And here they are delivering of course mm-hmm. um and uh i just thought it was so cool such yeah. a nice touch to finish out the week yeah the set was really great really happy that we got the roller ring Taeyong's hair is just so voluminous you know it's just fluffy and it just pulled forward really getting dope vibe Taeyong only just mature it's wonderful <laughs> i just love getting this hair back mm-hmm. it brings me back to like the first time of seeing bts yeah yeah 
Um, oh my God. In this performance, <laughs> I mean, it really in all times, but I think it's just something about this outfit that Namjoon is wearing. He's just really thick in all the best ways. He's so built. Like I am just, oh, he's so, like you said buff earlier. I'm like, yes, like, buff. <sighs> fuck. And it's not like it has to be like a super well-defined, like chiseled buff. I don't feel like that's what Namjoon is about. He's just like, I'm just thick and strong. Bulky. And just big. I'm like, fuck. Like he is, he's really filling up his clothes like his shoulders look really broad the pants are tight like he's destroying yeah destroying. yeah he yeah. really is filling in his clothes uh Yoongi's forehead is out again mm. we love it we also this is the same kind of outfits um from the the original dynamite yeah. um like the pop-up whatever whatever the first one of the week yeah which yeah which is cool that they had that continuity like they're in the same outfits same hairstyles mm-hmm. like beginning and end full circle so of course this Yoongi is wrecking me again like mm-hmm. some this hair the brows the green shirt yeah. for some reason he just looks like my boyfriend mm-hmm. like yeah ugh. and jungkook's yeah. in the yellow of course could talk about it for an hour yeah. um, <laughs> but at the at the very end they all we get this shot of them like roller skating actually roller skating so they didn't roller skate for the performance but at the end they got on roller skates and ugh, first off at the very beginning of this when they're like walking down it's Young and jungkook and Young is chewing bubblegum, but so is Jungkook. And I'm mm. like, hold up. Are they actually chewing bubblegum? Or did Jungkook just, like, go along with, like, the Young feeling myself fake bubblegum chew? Right. You know? I just, I'm curious. I need to know. Was Which there bubblegum? Was, was there actually bubblegum in their mouths? Yeah. It's just funny. Um... But J-Hope and Taeyong were really struggling. And so it was kind of just funny to see all of them together. And, like, Taeyong being helped by Jungkook and Jimin. Yeah. And I think Jin helped J-Hope at one point. Uh, you ended up saying, Kayla, that we really need the Bonton Bomb. Yes, we do. We need <laughs> the behind-the-scenes, like, the shooting of How this. How cute. I need just, like, seven minutes of all of BTS just roller rinking around. Yeah, they- roller rinking. <laughs> rolling, around, rolling around a roller rink. They just looked like they were having so much fun. And a couple of them were, like, doing really well, like, doing awesome spins and just Mm -hmm. gliding. Like, I just want to see them have fun. Yeah. 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 Overall, we really enjoyed the... uh the Fallon week. I mean, yeah. yeah, all these performances were top tier. They were all the production that went into all of them were so well done. It was like full force. It was big hit. It was BTS. So yeah. yeah. I, and I loved getting to see home idol. I mean, I just, I really love idol. I really they, do. They really ran us through like the gambit of mm-hmm. their range and a couple of their really hit songs. Right. Mm-hmm. And they got black Swan in there too. I mean, they, it was a good set list. It was an amazing set list. And mm-hmm. I really feel like, I mean, we didn't even talk about it during research, but just that like little thing earlier, this is a kind of historical that they're, yeah. they took over the entire week for a night, for a tonight show, mm-hmm. you know? And Jimmy Fallon was even tweeting out like Jimmy Fallon, I mean, BTS month, you yeah. know, <laughs> like you could do this for a whole month. Yeah. And also, side note, John Cena was on the show during the week. Oh, yeah, we and forgot to mention that. his interview, like, they talked about BTS right at the beginning because, you know, Fallon was like, you know, it's BTS this week. And 
John Cena just shared how much he loves them, how humble they are, how, you know, much he would like to get to know them. And just that, um, he said, you know, it's not just their music. That's incredible. It's not just that they're amazing singers and dancers and whatever else it's that their message and what they promote is like self advocate self-advocacy and loving yourself and charity work I mean he was John Cena was really speaking from his like purple army heart you know like it all spewed out and it was just so wonderful yeah it was awesome so it was a really cool week for uh BTS on Fallon and I'm glad that we got to talk about it me too yeah so, um, you know, if you guys want to hear any episodes, if you have an episode idea, you can let us know. Uh, you can DM us or email us or whatever. Uh, we do want to say a special thank you to our VIP Iconics, um, Eileen Ruchal, Michelle Park, Deja, and Meg DiRuggiero. You guys are awesome. We love you. Yes, thank um, you for your support. Yeah, thank you all Iconics for all of your support. You guys mm-hmm. are amazing. Yeah. We love this. Yeah. We love doing this. Yeah, this is the so best. Fun. This is the we love best. talking to you guys throughout the week and just having a conversation with all of you. It's just wonderful. Yeah, best part of our week yeah. is talking with you guys. So um, <laughs> we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you did, you can write us a review and let us know about it. Um, we love to hear from you guys, so reach out to us that way or on Twitter or whatever. Um, and, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Be sure to donate to... Unidos US, and um, you can find links for all of those things in the description. Yeah, in the description. Thanks for listening, and thanks for standing BTS. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah.